I'm always down for a movie with Katrina Balfe in it. Dude, your obsession with Outlander is ridiculous. <laughs> hey, don't knock it until you watch it. Plus, Katrina is freaking amazing. She's been robbed at the various awards ceremonies several times over. Okay, 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 but don't deceive people. She's not the lead in this movie at all. But she's the lead in my heart. Oh, She's Kaylee. I'm Tuesday. Buckle up, because we're about to get into the hot seat on Ford v. Ferrari. This is Whiskey and Popcorn. All right, so Ford versus Ferrari, or Ford v. Ferrari, if you prefer, is the story about how Ford went to France to beat Ferrari at the Le Mans 24-hour race. Our protagonists are Carol Shelby, played by Matt Damon, and Ken Miles, played by Christian Bale. At the time of our story, Shelby is one of the few, if only, Americans to ever win the Le Mans. That was in 1959. It is a grueling race that takes place in the French countryside near the town of the same name. However, health conditions force him to retire, so he decides to become a race car designer. Now, Ken Miles is a British World War II veteran who lives in the U.S. with his wife, who is played by the amazing Katrina Bell, and his son, played by Noah Jupe. And Ken is a bit mad, as the English would say. Like uh, many veterans, yeah. <laughs> and uh, definitely car crazy. But no one drives like him. And he and Shelby know each other. They've worked together off and on. But when Shelby gets an invitation to build a race car for Ford, he knows that Ken is the man to not only drive but win the Le Mans. Here's a clip from the trailer. Carol Shelby, maybe? Lee Iacocca, Ford Motor. Suppose Henry Ford II wanted to build the greatest race car the world's ever seen to win the 24 hours of Le Mans. What's it take? Well, it takes something money can't buy. Money can buy speed. What well, in about speed? We need a pure racer behind the wheel of your car. That's Ken Miles. I don't trust him an inch. We heard he's difficult. No, no, Ken's a puppy dog. No. Whatever it is, Shell. No. Trust me. All right, so that gives you a little taste of the film. And that, of course, at the very end there that you heard was Christian Bale with a British accent, which he is actually British. I just think a lot of Americans are not used to ever hearing him with a British accent. It was probably a nice break for him. (laughs) You don't need to do an American accent. Just go with the British. Although I don't know if he has quite that sort of blue-collar worker accent in real life. But he got to live it up and show that Union Jack-ness. Sure. (laughs) So... um, I know walking into this film, you were pretty like, yeah, Tuesday. Um, So walking out, what did you think? You know, I'm not a car chick. Uh, Anything beyond going to car shows and Barrett Jackson with my dad. You know, I can respect a really clean, nice design of both a new and vintage car. But when it comes to like what's under the hood, I couldn't tell you anything. But I I respect 
the craft of car making, but by no means am I a car girl and I couldn't be anything further than a NASCAR girl. So I went in going, oh, well, the story better be really good because I'm not going to care a lot about the racing. And this movie wowed me. You do not have to be a car person to respect this storyline and even just the historical aspects of this story. I can 110% agree. The director, James Mangold, who is known for Girl Interrupted, Walk the Line, The Wolverine, Logan, like he's done his fair share of like high intensity, high action films. And he really was able to make this a character-driven film that was about the men involved more than the cars. Like, the cars are definitely a part of it, but it's about their expertise. It's about their relationships. I found it ridiculously entertaining and funny. Yeah. Like, Christian Bale is really funny in this in this film, and it's not that... His character is a fool or anything, but he's just really kind of snarky. And quirky. And he'll just kind of go off at the drop of the hat. And, I mean, we all know that Christian Bale is very much the method actor. He went from, you know, the Batman, super sleek and buff, to the Dick Cheney movie where he put on all that weight. Now he's like the super skinny, lanky guy who's super weathered. And he just assumes these roles so well. I really enjoyed watching his performance. And then Matt Damon as Shelby was like this really nice centering character. Because at the beginning of the film, we see him that he's he's in the race car and he's, he's winning the Le Mans. And then when he's told by his doctor when he gets back stateside that you can't race anymore, it's gonna you're going to give yourself a heart attack. I thought he was going to go off on the deep end. <laughs> yeah. I thought he was going to be the one who's going to lose it. But he actually is the steadying force and like learns how to recreate and reinvent himself. And he knows how to work and handle Ken and make sure that he can thrive as a race car driver. Oh, yeah. And, you know, everyone has their opinions about Matt Damon and Christian Bale as actors. But, you know, with Shelby being the steady mind and the the person saying, you know, Ken, we got to play the game with these suits and we've got to, you know, in order to get money, you got you have to be this way. And Ken just being a loose cannon who says, no, we're going to do it the right way or nothing. Them playing off of each other was beautifully orchestrated throughout the entire film, whether they were congratulating each other or literally beating the shit out of each other in the front yard. It's just, it was a really beautiful relationship to follow along. Absolutely. And I do also find like the the bigger relationships. So here, like the big man versus the little man. So you have Henry Ford II, who oversees Ford as a whole. And then you have all his little minions beneath him who are trying to pull strings in their own favor, you know. And, And boards and marketing teams and all of these things. And Shelby just wants to say, dude, just listen to me. Right. Like, stop listening to the suits. Like, if you want to win at Le Mans, if you want to beat Ferrari, then here's what you need to do. And uh, there's this real, it's great back and forth because at times he really does have Henry Ford II's ear. And then other times he loses it because the, the suits get in the way again. And um, so that dynamic 
I was just like, ugh, yeah. like these damn suits. They're driving me nuts. <laughs> and don't always have the best intentions for the company or the crew. And, the, the, you know, it's just their heart isn't in it. Exactly. So I... And I loved all that by Ford. There's also a great scene where Ford initially tries to buy Ferrari, which is bankrupt. The head of Ferrari basically calls Henry fat, pig-headed, you know, pedestrian. Yeah, it came off as very much ugly like buildings. a pompous jackass. <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, he was super insulted that Ford wanted to buy him anyways. But, like, it was just a great, great scene. And as you'll remember, Fiat went underneath that entire decision and purchased Ferrari behind Ford's back. So for you history buffs on cars, they do portray that in this film. It was like I had no idea. And I think that's what's fun about it because I didn't really know anything about it, but they kept me entertained. And there's plenty of good, juicy race car scenes as well. So for those of you who like action like me, you get to enjoy being behind the wheel and the close calls and the the hairpin turns and all that stuff. It just, it felt really fun like you were in it. And that being said, I think the cinematography in this film was subtle but wonderful. Oh yeah, and you're you're gripping your seat during these races. They are not, they are not boring races. (laughs) So I do commend them for also giving that thriller side as well. Totally. Now, we were fortunate enough to experience Noah Jupe uh, during Sundance when we saw Honey Boy. Yes. And I would say he is just as exceptional in this film. He's playing Peter Miles, which is Ken Miles' son. Yes. And I was like, when I first saw him walk, I seen him like, I know that kid. You know, he, he does a great job. His role is small, but I was so happy to see him in this film. Especially, you know, with Honey Boy being out, which we all recommend you guys see what's coming out here soon. But he was just such a little delightful breath of fresh air. I loved it when he and Ken would, you know, they'd like he win a race and he'd hop in the car afterwards and they like do a victory lap together. They had a great father son bond. And then also just it's small, but the relationship between Christian Bale and Katrina Balfe, you know, as the husband and wife, I thought was very solid because. This is the 1960s, and there's still ideas about what women should be and should do. And they have a fight, and she, like, takes their, you know, station wagon and goes barreling down the back roads in California saying, you lied to me. You need to tell me the truth. He's like, slow down. (laughs) It's super funny to see the race car driver freaking out in the passenger seat of the car. So I think they, like that, everybody was so well cast in this film. Yeah. Oh, everything, everyone and the scenes were incredible. Well, I think it's time to pour a drink. I, I believe it is. So Tuesday, you go first. Sure. Tell me what you're pouring. I've always been a big fan of the Ferrari family and their line of cars. So I'm going to have a Ferrari. In that, we have one ounce Amaretto, two ounces dry vermouth, and a lemon twist to garnish. Ooh. Yeah, I just thought it was sleek and uh, smooth like their cars. And sexy. Very sexy. It's a sexy drink. Mm-hmm. I was kind of thinking the same thing. Okay. I wanted to go with something French, though, since the race nice. is in France. Good call. So French, fancy, and slick like a race cart. So the internet 
is my friend. There's a drink for everything. Of course. So uh, let me introduce you to the Le Mans cocktail, mm. which is Contro, orange liqueur, uh, vodka, club soda, and lemon served over ice in a highball glass. Mm, very classy. It is super sexy. Step on the gas and hit that subscribe button. We are on all major podcasting platforms, including iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. And speed on over to our social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And as always, visit whiskeyandpopcorn.org. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll catch you at the movies.